Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Michael K is on the radio today And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking It's the Michael K Show Michael K is on the radio today Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio Good afternoon, everybody. It's a Thursday. It is 2 2 2 2 4, February 22nd, 2024. Yeah. Michael and Peter in studio and at the rock. Solid as a rock. It's Don LaGrasse. Strong. That's a because strong. Don's calling the play by play for tonight's Rangers Devils matchup as the Rangers try to what? Make it Don nine in a row? Trying to make it nine in a row. Wow. I haven't lost since the All Star break. Me? Yeah, they, they, they won uh, their last game before the All Star break and they've. Uh, have not lost since, and today is a pretty significant day. Why? Um, not only is it the uh, the forty fourth anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, but it's also Nancy's birthday. So happy oh, birthday! Oh, happy to my birthday to the great Nancy! So she probably is so chapped right now. You, you're not even taking her out for a birthday. You're working instead. Well, it's Thursday, so we probably would have held off any kind of extravagant dinner or anything until the weekend. Now, I've got Rangers flyers at 3 o'clock. I'm doing the pre and post for that on Saturday, so that frees up Saturday night. So we'll probably do something, uh, some dinner over the weekend. Beautiful. Happy birthday, Nance. Good person, putting up with Don. You kidding yeah. me? A lot of uh, pressure on Don these last two games. Go, go ahead. Because the Rangers have not lost. So And that streak started pre-Don. Right, started pre-Don. So he, he did win on Tuesday. Right. But if he doesn't win today, it's all on him. Well, well you, you I'm sorry, be. that's the way but, it is. You know, the, the streak started with me. I called that game in Ottawa before the All-Star. Wait, uh, really? you know what? That's Ottawa, a, that's yes. a, all right, that's a Wait, good Wait, it started return. with you? It started with me. Oh, my God. Not, not that he keeps track of this stuff. But he does. No, of course, you, you try to keep track of of when things begin and end, right? That's the way uh, life is. But you so. don't take credit, you're saying. No, I have nothing to do with it. And I think you have a lot to do with it. There's a, there's a vibe. There's an energy. You bring you bring that to well, the party when you're doing the play-by-play. You I've bring been told. It, you don't bring it the same way when you're doing the pre and post. Well, I've been told by people. Um, Alan Hahn told me that the Knicks coaching staff keeps scoring who's calling games when we win. Uh, so uh, what's your what record said. with the Knicks? Six and one. Wow! Six straight. The last six games I did. That you, you already just said what? He just gave the same. He just gave the doubleheader number again. The Yankees have had seven double seven doubleheaders this season. How? What do you think the record is in those? Nobody said six and one in that, seven games. I, can someone play the drop? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I mean, it was uh, I didn't. The screw Yankees. Up. The Yankees have played seven, seven doubleheaders double- this year, Don and Peter. That's fourteen games. What do you think yeah. their record is? Six and one, but <laughs> but 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 there was logic behind that. Total logic. I get the logic. You were oh, right. They, they won six of the of the seven double headers. I like swept six. That's what I thought. And you were right, Don. I, 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 by the way, we I've entered day three of trying to log into the Disney computers. Uh, the I national nightmare continues. If you guys only knew what was happening up here to the three of us, it's it, it's a comedy of errors. It's like they don't want us. To be part of the family. And I, I, you know, just lift the curtain a little bit. The other day, and I don't have that much time in the day. No. Free time. I spent three and a half hours with with what they call the help desk. No help at all. Mm-hmm. It should be the no help at all desk. I Nothing was done. Nothing. To the point that I started to raise my voice, and I felt bad, because this person in another country, they, they, they don't, it's not their fault no. that the system is built like Fort Knox. But like, how, I, I know a lot of people work at Disney. But is it so many that they can't just like have an office uh, here in New Jersey where well, everyone? You, you probably don't have to pay as much if somebody's you're, out of the country. You're you're making a great point right now. Right. But now it's so hard to have the conversation. They're so far removed from what we do. 
I'm not even talking about the language barriers that exist. I'm talking about also when they're saying, who's your leader? They say that. The question is... And I heard you say Joe Biden. I said, I said President Biden. <laughs> and I went, how specific do you want to go? John Winthrop? Justin Craig? Uh, we can go all the way up Natalie. to... Natalie? Bob, Bob Iger? How high do you want to well, go here? Right. Well, I'm not doing it. And, yeah, and, I, and, said, and, I, and, I, I, well, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing it. here's my motivation. Well, sports radio started in what, 1987? Well, the the incarnation now. I mean, John Sterling and Bill Mazur were oh, doing it before well, then. Bill Mazur and, and, and um, Art Rust. Art Rust Jr. Sports Talk. I listened to that religiously when I worked at the the pharmacy back in the mid '80s. Dealing drugs. You know, no. I, well, listen. In 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 a sense, yes, but not in the way you mean. Uh, but the drugs were sold at the drugstore. Yes. See, I. Uh, I don't think Art Rush Jr. had the internet, and he did fine. So, you know what? I'm good. Now, I've got some uh, tough personal news. Uh-oh. And I found out about it two minutes before we went on the air. I have a sty in my right eye, and it is killing me. It hurts? The oh, it hurts. Well, how'd you find out two minutes before you because went on the I, air? Because I, you know, really lifted up. I, I was putting makeup on, and, and I oh, moved the makeup across my lower lid, and I said, wow, that really hurts, and then... It's a sty, so... Uh, Where's the redness? Okay. What? I don't see it. It's like... It's, it's like underneath? In, it's in, yes, yeah, underneath. So right. you can diagnose yourself. You're, you're a, a doctor now. Well, it's that or a tumor, so I'm going to go with a, well, a sty. There's a lot of things going on with eyes in the show right now. Yeah. Um, I asked... I, I told the doctor yesterday, I get styes sometimes. Right. She, she recommended... She said there's a medicine you can recommend. It, it just comes from some basic thing in your eye. I, I, uh, what's this? Lid. It's not a big deal. You're fine. You were searching for lid? The word lid? Yeah. I couldn't remember lid. Wow. We all have some issues. Is that bad? Yeah. What about yesterday when I asked her, I thought that this is how dumb I am. I thought there were three kinds of doctors. I thought there was an ophthalmologist. Mm -hmm. Optometrist. Sorry, sorry. I thought there was an optometrist, an ophthalmologist. Right. And an ophthalmologist. Not realizing it's just people pronounce it differently. Interesting. That's troubling, no? Um, We should change the rules of the game here on the show. Because if we could somehow have a retroactive point god, Peter would win it. Yeah. Because Rick Pitino, after doubling down, decided to fold his hand and say he was wrong and apologize. Here we go. And I think it was his wife who told him, hey, you were wrong. You want to hear him? Yeah. Uh, Here we go. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back and I said to my staff, anybody, guys, any of them upset? He said, a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned to anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. I've been really, really frustrated this year for a lot of different reasons, but understand something. I recruited this man. I recruited this man. My staff did not recruit these guys. It was all me. And I'm really, really proud to have them, but I totally apologize to them for doing that. You know what? If somebody apologizes, they apologize. You have to let them up. I guess. You have to. What do you mean you have to? You're yeah, the king I mean, of sorry doesn't fix the lamp. Well, I yeah, mean, but what, what are you, you going to do? You, well, I mean, fire him? No, no, because no he's not going to fire him, but I, I think there has to be some some time limits to it. I mean, he doubled down on it, and then three days later, later he, he finds religion because he spoke to his wife. Uh, no, I don't take if Listen, I, the players are going to do what they're going to do. I wouldn't accept the apology. It sounds fugazi to me. You had a chance. Now, if you, the next day you come back and say, you know what, I was frustrated, whatever. But he doubled down the next day, almost offended that he even have to explain himself. And then, you know, a couple of days after that, oh, I spoke to my wife. And then, blah, blah, blah. no, 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 no. Uh, they could do what they want. If I were one of those players, I'd be like, you know what? Stick it where the sun doesn't shine. I don't accept your apology. I love what Don's doing now. I, I don't know if I see it the exact same way. I thought it actually sounded heartfelt. Right. I hear what he's saying about how he sees the bad lateral movement as sort of a clinical thing, not like a big insult. I kind of believe him. Yeah, but he um, also did say, you just recruited these guys, right? You did, as he said. And th- this is a, the most, uh, I don't know exactly the word, uh, miserable he's been in his entire yes. coaching career. Yes. And well, that, and that's after those It was kids. a lot of tough and things. And he also he said. said he's been trying to teach him a bounce pass for two months and they're not getting it. So that wasn't the only insult that he threw out there about the lateral movement. So, no, no, I'd, I think there's enough there to say, you know what, I'm not going to accept your apology.
Now, I'll tell you this. We have put in for Rick Pitino today. Do you think he wants to face the music on the K show? I don't know. My guess would be no. Although, I, I there's a, you know what? He's as, he is Rick Pitino, okay? And he's a huge star in sports. But I wouldn't put it past us that our crushing of him the other day had some impact here. Well, it's a it's a little self important, aren't you? No, it's just that it's well, let's be realistic. Well, it's Mike not, Vaccaro ripped him too in the post. Yeah, true, true. I'm saying part of it. Yeah, I think, maybe. Now, I think I, I, we did the right thing. I think every the pylon got him. It became but, like an eight car crash. Right, well, but see, so now now do I think that makes him a bad guy? No, bad coach. No, but as far as like accepting the apology, Michael, just think about if I had wronged you in some way. Right. All right. And I don't, uh, and you're you're upset, and I don't apologize the next day. I double down, and then three days after that, I come in and say, you know what? I spoke to Nancy, and Nancy kind of you know told me that I was wrong, so I apologize. There's no way you're accepting that but, apology. But Don, you'd be like, you had a chance to apologize. You slept on it. You doubled down, and now because your wife is making you feel guilty, now you're apologizing to me. I, I've known you for over 20 years, Michael. You would not accept the apology. But, but you also realize that I'm I'm damaged goods. I belong no, no. in some kind of facility, so you you can't compare everybody to me. So so every so just the fact that you say you're sorry. That that's enough. It doesn't no. matter how long you have to wait for the apology. It doesn't matter how many times you double down. It doesn't matter that somebody else had to talk you into doing it. Every apology is equal. No, no, is it's, what you're it's saying. not. I, I'm just saying that. What are you going to do? I mean, if if you're the players, you could probably oh. still hold it against them. I, I'm not saying that, but the guy did eventually come around to where he should be. I was wrong. What I did, but here's how I would take it. Hey, listen, I got to accept your apology. I, I'm playing for St. John's. You're not wrong about what you said. I don't know if I've got an NBA future. I'm trying to make it work here. I have to accept your apology. But I don't have to trust you again. I don't have to. It's definitely going to affect the relationship, I would think. It does so, it, it does come out what type of coach he is behind the scenes. Because uh, the kid on West Virginia that played for him for Iona last year, I, the, the name is escaping me. You know, he told the story. He said, you know, I, I made a mistake in practice. He came up to me. He said, I'm going to cut you into eight pieces and send you back piece by piece to wherever you come from. Oh, my God. And the guy said, I kind of held back laughing. I mean, yeah. the coach said that to me. I know. So, I mean, but but that's how college coaches are when college coaches had all the power. Right. Now that power is really not the same. Nope. Because that, that player, like the guy from Iona, they went and transferred to West Virginia. You don't have to wait a year like you used to in the past. That's why coaches hate that. Because, you know, they can't, they don't have all the power anymore. They used to be able to take a job without skipping a year. But every time you transfer, you had to skip a year. Not anymore. But it was a good day for St. John's. Mike Rapole, I might be pronouncing his name wrong, the guy who invented vitamin water mm-hmm. and is a billionaire, St. John's grad. Rapoli, thank yeah. you. Uh, he said that he was going to give them seven figures this year for the NIL. He said there's not one donor in any of the Big biggie schools that will give more than me. Well, that's not nothing. What a weird... Can I just be honest? When you like stop and talk about the NIL stuff, even though I'm all in favor of kids getting, kids paid. getting money, it feels dirty. It feels so dirty. Well, it's, well, it's, it's professional sports now. But it's right. like, it is professional sports based on who feels like giving more money. And and it's good for the athletes that they're not getting used anymore. But but it, the all encompassing athlete does it benefit them because not everybody is making the same amount of money. Number one, number two. Now you're gonna have small market, big market. There are gonna be some schools that just not are not gonna be able to compete anymore because they just don't have the money that some of the other bigger schools do. So you look at Alabama, that's a perennial winner. They're going to get pulverized by Texas. You know how much more money Texas has than Alabama? Yeah. So does that sound fair? That that's the way it's going to go now. That and now, from a rooting standpoint, it's going to be the same teams every year that are going to have a chance to win. There's not going to be as many underdog stories because not everybody's on the same footing. They never were all on the same footing, but they were a little bit more equal than this now. So the guys that get benefit, you're right, Peter. The big time athletes, the guys that are going to go first overall, they won't be taken advantage of for a handful of years. But the all encompassing college basketball athlete, are they going to benefit from this? It's it's an it's just an it's just an odd situation to me. Well, the thing that started the whole thing with with players getting paid was the Ed O'Bannon suit about the video games. Oh, sure, the UCLA the UCLA vehicle. Did you see what happened today? So EA Sports putting out a college football one next year. You know what they're offering every player? Hmm. Six hundred dollars and a free game. What? 
If I every player in college would go, no, I'm good. Because with NIL, six hundred dollars is nothing. It's a joke. They're, they're offering six hundred dollars. Imagine how much money EA Sports makes on the college football game. And imagine if every single guy who played in college football said, "No, you can't use my name." All of a sudden, you got guys with blank faces and no numbers running around. Six hundred bucks is what they came up with. See, but that's yeah, wild. Uh, but that's how it was previously. That's how the game was. You weren't allowed to have any names. It was number fourteen, Michigan quarterback. Yeah, well, then do it again. And by the way, back in the day, uh, and it was I th- great. I didn't enjoy it that way. I, that always bothered me. I loved me. the game. Though. Yeah, but it always bothered me when I was a kid playing. I don't know about you, Don. I'd always be annoyed when the college games didn't have players. I was going to have to pretend who this is. Yeah, especially when the pro ones did. It, it was crazy. But but why couldn't there be a happy medium? Like, I agree that if a, a player's, you know, uh, Get, should get a piece of the jerseys that they're selling or their likeness or whatever. But now when you start to negotiate actual contracts and millions of dollars are exchanging hands, it just seems like it's gone from one extreme to the other. And I think it's going to hurt a lot of a lot of big-time programs aren't going to be able to compete anymore. And there's going to be a lot of kids who you know whose dream is to win a national championship, but there's only going to be a handful of places you're going to be able to go to do it. Now, uh, today's one of those days where our viewers on Yes should be very happy that I'm not Pat McAfee. Standing up because I am so excited. Baseball started today. The oh. first baseball game is on Dodgers and the Padres. What are you suggesting? No, he's, you, you he's take what you want. That he's visibly excited by what's happening here. Dodgers Padres. That's what excites you. Live right now on ESPN. Well, they have to get going because they're going to be playing overseas, and nobody's going to. In Korea. Yeah, so stupid. Well, everything's stupid to Don. Well, because it's, it's stupid because it's our pastime. So, so you don't want to share and, it with the world? No, but no, but think of the, but and it's going to start like 10 days before the rest of the regular season starts. It's about These a games going to be played and nobody in the country is going to care, Peter. People are going to think they're actual exhibition games and not realize that they count. It's stupid. Dodgers and Padres fans will care. You get to see Otani for the first time in a real game. Yeah. And maybe Stupid. Yamamoto pitches one of those games in Korea. So, um, Speaking of pitching, mm-hmm. Mets didn't get great news on Senga. Uh, he's going to be starting the season on the IL. So there is something hinky about his shoulder. Wait. Not just shoulder fatigue. It feels like it's more than hinky. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think hinky is the wrong word. Well, what, what word did he use? Disastrous? He's injured. Well, he is. But right. it's, it's a, that's, a, that's not hinky. He's out to, on the IL to start the season. That's six weeks away. Yeah, what what is it? Is it something with the capsule? I, I saw capsule, but I'll get the official word from David Stearns. But David Stearns, the Mets GM, also said this injury does not impact us going into the free agent market to get any of the pitchers. Do we have that up there, Peter? Which, I yeah, I have. I have a few Stearns. Which one do you want? The uh, update on Sango will give the, you the. Yeah, why don't you do the update? update? Here yeah. we go. Senga has a moderate right posterior capsule strain, so that's in the in the back right. of his right shoulder. He was having trouble recovering from his side sessions. The way he expressed it was was really shoulder fatigue. And when it happened a second time, we decided to get an MRI yesterday afternoon. Doctor read the MRI this morning, examined Kodai, and we have this moderate strain in, in the back of his right shoulder. What this means right now, we're going to shut him down until these symptoms subside and strength returns to his normal levels. Once that happens, we can begin to ramp him up and then go through his, his normal spring training progression. We don't expect him to be ready for opening day. So at this point, we would expect him to begin the season on the IL. How long exactly? I can't tell you right now. We'll get more information on sort of next step treatment options and length of shutdown. And I'm happy to share that with you guys when we have it. All right. Now, David was also asked, does the Sanger injury mean that you'll add somebody in free agency? Here's the GM of the Mets. It means we're going to ask people to step up, and that's what happens over the course of a baseball season. We knew we were not going to go through a full season with just five or six starters, and so here we are. And we've got plenty of options. I'm looking forward to watching that competition in camp, and I'm confident that we'll have guys step up. I know you're always looking, always listening, but does this increase the likelihood at all of adding somebody before opening day? I don't think so. As you said, we're always going to be opportunistic and hear what's out there, but I don't think it really changes our thought process. Mm -hmm. Well, he's steadfast, uh, and I would say that when you look at the Met lineup, I, I think they're fine. Their defense, they're fine. I think they're very, very, very thin starting rotation. So right. if you lose your number one starter for any amount of time, that's got to be somewhat concerning, but they are dug in to their plan that because the guys that are available right now, you know, Montgomery and Snell, those are multi-year signings. They don't want to do it. 
they don't want to do it. But you can't tell me that you feel comfortable, Don, with this no, starting staff. But but we also don't know how long he's going to be out. Now, if we found out he was done for the year, well, the, you're going to have to replace him. I'm sorry, you know, Tyler McGill and Peterson, Joey uh, Lucchese. These these are guys that you can make. You know, if you tell me that he's going to miss five starts, okay, I, I'm, I'm more than comfortable with those guys making those starts. How, what would your record be if Sanga pitched? I mean, you could still go zero and five in those games. You know, it, it depends. I mean, I could fill holes for five starts. I can't fill holes for thirty-five starts. So I think their appetite not to sign somebody, Michael, is just based on the fact. Well, what if he comes back in, some, in May first? So am I going to sign Montgomery? Am I going to go out and? And sign Snell, and then he comes back May first, and, and, and he's perfectly fine. No, you don't want to do that. So you wait and see. But at some point, if he's going to be out longer than May first, if it's June first, if it's July first, if it's the season, well, then you're going to have to address it. But two reasons: I'm not going to get crazy because we don't know how long he's going to be out, and also, you know, your leverage. You don't want to all of a sudden announce to the world we need a starter. That that's going to really hurt any kind of you know, negotiating leverage moving forward. So I'm not surprised by his answer at all. Now I will I will tell you this. Uh, I think the Mets. I mean, they're putting it out there. You know, we're we're trying to contend this year, but their actions would indicate otherwise. They're trying to work within the confines of a self-imposed system where they can make a big splash next year or in 2026. So um, they will even if he's out for the year. I'm not sure that they would make a move for another pitcher because internally, they're not expecting to do much this year. They're not. And they're expecting you to buy into their plan, which is to see what the young kids could do, sign pitchers to one-year contracts like they did with Severino and a two-year deal with Manaya. I get it. I understand what they're doing. But this, to me, is a double down on, you know what? We're going to try the best we can this year. And I agree with what Don said. If they're in it, at the trade deadline, maybe they would make a move, but at this point, they're not going to waste their time because they know they're not a great team. They're just not. They're not a great team. Now, one other thing that this is, this is a huge um, problem that a lot of people in Major League Baseball don't really uh, look at and add much credence to. Pitchers in Japan, they throw a lot more than pitchers in the States. So when you say, well, they've never had injuries, well, that means that they will. So, Masahiro Tanaka, who was a great pitcher for the Yankees. Not good. He he pitched April of his first year. And all of a sudden, he had a slight tear of the UCL. That's what they're doing. They throw a lot there. So, that, I mean, that's the flip side of not throwing enough here. Senga last year, a guy used to pitch once a week in Japan. All Japanese pitchers pitch once a week. He threw 28 starts. You think that this might be a manifestation of pushing his arm to a place that had never been before. That's my biggest fear with Yamamoto. And I think the Dodgers probably factored that in. And the fact that he's 25 years old, they go, okay, whatever's wrong with him, we'll fix it, and we still have him for eight years. But that is a genuine concern. Just because you didn't get hurt in Japan, now all of a sudden, although they move heaven and earth to give you extra rest when they can, Senga still pits 28 starts instead of the normal 32. These things are going to crop up with pitchers from Japan. They just are. And I, I don't think Major League Baseball cares enough about it. I don't know why they don't. Well, I think you said they threw a lot in Japan. They throw, they, they throw so many pitches. And even in high school, they'll throw 180 pitches. Oh, oh, oh per so start. I so think got it, got it, got it. that even if you're not hurt, you, you, your arm is wearing down. They, they, they let them throw pitches there that they don't let you throw pitches here. So your arm is in a different shape, even if you never got hurt. Mm. And they, I just wonder, are they smart enough to know that this was likely going to happen this year? It just You're not going to know when. And, and probably feel fortunate it happened now and not in, like, August and you're in the middle of a pennant race and now you lose them possibly, you know, for the season for a month when, you know, it's past the deadline and there's nothing you can do about it. I wonder if that gets factored in. Because if they know, if, 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 if you know it, they probably know it and figure out oh, there's a very good chance with the innings that he pitched last year that at some point he's going to get a tired arm and not be able to go. I wonder if that's factored in to their prognosis of, or, or their prognostication of what their season is going to be. Like, I don't know if we can count on Senga for 35 star, 30 starts because at some point his arm's going to get tired. All right, so this is the Met rotation before we go to break. Mm-hmm. If you're a Met fan, I'm sorry. You can say your Yankee boy's telling me this. You can't feel great about this. Their number one starter right now is Jose Quintana. 
Then Luis Severino, who's an outstanding pitcher when he pitches, but he's been hurt a lot. He's your number two. Sean Manaya is, is number three. Adrian Hauser is number four. And Tyler McGill is number five. You, you, you think that gets you the third wild card? Well, time will tell. Make your move and rise up to Mazda from Bay Ridge Mazda with over 200 new Mazdas to choose from and 0% APR financing available. Now's the perfect time to discover the power, performance, and pleasure that comes from driving a Mazda. Move up today before their exceptional February offers expire. Online buying and at-home test drives available at BayRidgeMazda.com. Bay Ridge Mazda at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn on approved credit. See dealer for details. Ends 22924. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, so I just ran into a little bit of a problem. Oh, no. Yeah, so um, first um, break, I I had to go to the bathroom. Okay. Not a serious go to the bathroom, but go to the bathroom. It had to happen, though. Right, but it wasn't like... I already know where this is going. It wasn't sitting down, but I had to We followed. We followed, sure. And so there's a young lady who's pacing back and forth between the ladies' bathroom and the men's bathroom here on the fourth floor. And uh, I'm... I'm going to the men's bathroom and she cuts me off. She says, no, you can't. I said, oh, I have to. And she said, it, it's closed. I said, I only have to use the urinal. She said, you can't go in there. I said, why? She said, we, we're having issues. I said, okay, I get it. I can't just use the urinal. We're having issues. And that's all she said. The only thing I could think of was like a mountain of feces is like on the floor. And then I had a scramble. You know, this building is like Fort Knox. To get to another floor and find a bathroom... Could be hard. I, I did it, though. I'm proud of myself. What floor do you well, do? Went to? I, I went to the third floor. You went to the third floor. So you went to Fuse. Yeah, in the free form. Free form. I'm yeah, sorry. That's right. Form. I don't know what that is. No, you free form. they have a right. lovely bathroom. Free, really. form, free form is what used to be uh, ABC Kids, or what was it? AB, if that That's free form now. You know, I, I thought you... I thought don't you they make just, a great bra, too? Free form? I don't know about that, but I I will say this. I I thought what you were going to say was when when you were like, no, no, I seriously have to go there. The woman grabbed you by the arm and she went, what I'm trying to say is Dave Rothenberg used this bathroom today. I felt like that was where we were going. No. It was an easy setup for a Carlin joke. You had a lot staring you right in the face. No, yeah, but I, I was I was not in that mood to like even like. No, no, you were thinking seriously. I, I said, I got to go. I said, you know, I'm on the air. I have to go. And that didn't seem it moved the needle at all. She didn't care. I said, all I have to do is run in and use the urinal. No. She wouldn't no. let me in. She said it with authority. I, I, well, I like it. I, yeah, she, she did her job. Yeah, I didn't yell at did her. You ask her, her she, did you ask her if she can help us with getting into signing into her account? She said, no, we've got issues. Holy crap. <laughs> That's everybody's excuse here. We have issues. You know, there's a, there's a mountain of garbage that's been here since we moved into this. Sure, building. I remember. And... 
One of the pinhead suits told me, oh, we'll, I'll get this taken care of. Still not taken care of. It's been here for 12 For, for the record, if you saw what I'm dealing with at Hot 97 in the morning, right. you wouldn't have the nerve to say anything about what we have here. Oh, wow. This is, we are in the nicest radio facility. If one day I was to walk in at Hot 97 and it felt like this, it was it would be unimaginable. We are We are literally in the middle of Skid Row. I'm not, every day... Every day when you get, do you know where we are? We're in the we're in the garment district, right? It's like Chelsea. You know where forty forty is? Yeah. Mm. Well, it's no more actually, but right. where forty forty was? Sure. About a block, and we're about we're a couple walks a couple blocks over from there. That area, in the early hours that I'm there, it's. But the actual inside facility is oh, awful. Oh, awful! Awful sounds bad. We we are we sound worse at work than we do at home. Wow, it's not what you want. You, you know, you know. It's so respect this place. Respect what we have. Uh, well, here. I like, I like this place actually. I like where it is. I and, do too. And then they're going to move way down to the south tip of Manhattan. They, I, they're building uh, a state of the art building. Can't tell you where. Can't tell no, you when the move. They won't tell us. They won't tell us. We just know it's southern tip of Manhattan. And and I, I, I go to myself, why this place is nice, other than the garbage that they won't remove in the front. And then I read something in the post. You know, they're moving the view. And they're moving all of it, and those people are like hallelujah. I mean, this is a terrible building. There are mice that run. I've never seen any rodent at all here. Wait, there was an article where people were saying hallelujah to leave here. Yes, that's crazy. Like, like the, the people of the view, the, the it's unbelievable. There are mice running under your feet. I, I've never. I've, well, no, if I they, saw a rodent, I, 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 that's one thing that freaks me out. Right, you won't stand for infestation. But <laughs> wait, they're, they're but they're on the ground floor, right? Isn't the view on the ground floor? Yeah. So so they're more likely if they're on the ground floor at the new place they could deal with that. And we're in New York. Right. The ground floor Well, this... I think the new place you're underground. Oh, it's even worse there. Yeah, yeah. You're basically it's going to be a tarantula lair. <laughs> tarantula. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd handle that. I'm not big with insects. Wow. Yeah, me neither. Well, I, I don't think tarantula falls no, under it's insect. Un, it's That's much more, much more than an insect. Don, is there any way you could push your well, camera back it? a little bit? You're alarmingly, yeah, you your face, face is alarmingly big face today. Fu- uh, uh, a screen full of face. <laughs> oh, well, nobody, nobody coaches me up. <laughs> well, we are. I'm doing it for you. No one, someone should have said something. You're leaning in like you know we're supposed well, to like examine your nostrils. I mean, I got a phone here. Yes, let's go. Wake up, flip. <laughs> Okay, that's now let's I mean, go. No, uh, I sign on. You think somebody had sent a text on? I can see the hair in your nostrils. Back up a little bit. It takes you guys on the air to straighten All me right. out. All right, hold on. Get a little closer. Come a little closer. No, I'm no, keep no, going no. Back. Now you're too far. Now it looks like no, you're in the, No, no, you're too better. far back. This now. is what you get. <laughs> now, where we, how's this? Is this better? No, no you're, you're too, too far, far away. away. All right, you want to be around there, stop, and then you want to tilt the camera down a tad. Oh, my God. Now, that's we, perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's uh, now we're almost equal. Yeah. Right. If you could tilt down a little God. bit, don't worry about it. That's pretty good. We're now pretty good. I'm real. Uh, this is... Coach me up. <laughs> I've been told yeah. that Yes didn't know you had a stand on that would be able to allow you to move Oh, back so they were trying not to bother. They sent me to stand. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the cough button. <laughs> Nobody coaches me up. So disgusting right now. So you were a player who wanted to be coached. Yeah. You wanted to be coached He's hard, coachable. didn't you, Don? He's coachable. Yeah. Wow. That turned into a funny little thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm playing too deep, leave me in. <laughs> <laughs> but you talk no, between you were innings. Too shallow. It's, yeah, you were, it's you not 255. Right. You were right behind Volpe. You were right behind Volpe. By the way, that was like that was like Griffin. Right. You, you know where Don was? Griffin from Connecticut was at bat. Don came all the way. <laughs> it was Steve Brzezinski. Don was way in on the infield. Take you, a step you back. Took shots at two really good callers. They're great. Guys. Well, Steve doesn't call. He just tweets. Well, he and tweets a lot. They're both great guys. I just don't see either one being a power hitter. Is that fair? I, I think Brzezinski could really punish a baseball. You, <laughs> you think so? Yeah. He's talking right off a cliff. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to the phones, everybody. Thomas in New Jersey. Thomas. Oh, boy. Hi, guys. Hi, Thomas. Hi, guys. I have an idea for a, um, a punishment for the picks next year. Next year. Okay. You take Don's famous two-liter bottle. Right. Fill it with water. Loser takes a shot. A shot at what? A shot of it. 
The, the, the gross marinated water. You drink uh, with the cardboard and everything? He wants us to drink cardboard. Yeah. No, no, no you, just the water. Just the water. Yeah, but the water's been already contaminated by the cardboard. And that cardboard drink, was in Don's garage. I had to fish that out of the recycling, and I and I, Mike, you remember there's still remements of of cheese on the box. Yeah, it's I, in there. Thomas, thanks, oh. th- thanks for the suggestion. You get botulism. No. Yeah, that's that's our punishment. Whoever finishes in third, botulism. He gets, gets botulism. Well, how do you like the beer today, Peter? <sighs> it's slightly less repug than yesterday, which worries me a bit, Don. You think it might be a payoff? It for could me? end up working out for him again. No, I think I, I I think he would look good with a full beard, but I don't know about the pusic though, Peter. Well, but the thing, this is going to be so interesting. What if he gets it into full beard? Now, here's a question for you. Right. In all seriousness, if you grew it out today, you let it keep going and it looks terrific. And three weeks from now, it looks amazing. Right. Two things. One, would the, you being the broadcaster, if you had an org, a clean but like real beard, would that actually be a problem? With yes or no? I don't know. I, I I would say it, probably, probably not. not if it's it well done. Yeah, and you're if on it's television. well kept. Yeah, but, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest right now. Yeah. If it comes in, I look terrific. I'm not shaving it well, to so, a few. So that's what, so that's the next question I was gonna ask is, yeah. Don, should there be like a payout if he gets to the point of it's beautiful, he <laughs> loves it, and he refuses to go pusic? That he can buy us out for like a price to charity, like he has he, a two thousand dollar buyout. You know, something can I, can I exercise that now? I'll do it now. <laughs> wow. Because I think you might, what, what if you like it? When was the last time you tried? Probably when I was like 30. Well, it's a different world. Yeah. You might like that, like, you know, so, someone told me a couple I do years. like not shaving. Well, that part's nice. Yeah. And also, you know, like, one of the reasons I brought in the beard mm-hmm. was that I had a conversation with someone. And they were talking to me about like my career, and I said I want to be on television for a long time. And they said, you know, if you can have a decent beard, it really keeps you young. You're, you're covering half your face as long as it doesn't go gray. Because Don looks like Methuselah with no, that. That's, beard. See, that's not true though. Don doesn't even look well. He looks, he looks older because it's gray beard, but he has gray hair too. Don's got gray everything. But Don's had, Don, how long have you been gray? Uh, probably about the last. 10 years? All right, so Don, wow. let me ask you very... Per- I mean, are you gray all over? Oh, boy. Huh? Like chest hair and stuff like that? Eh. God, you're going to make me do it. I'm going to do it because you asked, you know? <laughs> you taking your shirt off? No. I, my my chest hair is gray. I have no back hair. Right. The other area where there is hair. Underarms. Yeah, sure. Not not a, not a trace of gray. Really? Yeah, I, that, that seems to be the case. That is very interesting and disturbing. Let's go to Sam <laughs> in Rochester. Sammy. Michael, Don, and Peter, how are you guys doing? Wonderfully. How about you? Awesome. Hey, it is a pleasure to be able to talk to you guys. And uh, Michael, back in, uh, I'm a young fan, I'm only 25, but uh, back in like 2008, I was first starting to watch the Yankees. And whenever I was playing Little League, and anytime I'd hit it, I'd whisper, see ya. I love it. And that was because of you. Thank you, Sam. Thank <laughs> Big you. fan, man. Uh, I'm calling today because uh, I read a lot into the Yankees and I listen to a lot of your guys' shows and all the interviews with Cashman, and I was hoping you guys could tell me if this concern was valid or not. My concern is about Giancarlo Stanton because I think he really is an X factor this year because uh, my concern stems from, uh, I'm sure we all remember the exchange Cashman had with the reporter right after the offseason, the pretty bleeping good one. Yeah, I actually thought the takeaway from that was, I thought the bigger takeaway wasn't that exchange. I thought it was when... I forget which reporter it was, but he was pressing Cashman. He was saying, like, but, yeah, if Peraza had – or Peraza or Cabrera or any of the guys, if they maybe if they had played a little better, they would have had more playing time. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, well, where are you going to play him? Donaldson's there. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so now I'm looking at Brian Cashman's mindset as no matter how Josh Donaldson plays, because I've signed him to be the third baseman, because I'm paying him $20 million, he's getting the playing time. And I just feel like that's neglecting an opportunity to win day in and day out because they extend the leashes on these guys that they shouldn't. Now, Giancarlo looks good this spring. I do have good faith in him for the upcoming season. But my fear is that come July, if he's hitting like 190. He's out. If he's still going to be in there. He won't won't be released because there's too much money. He's $98 million for the next four years. But he'd be out because by July, you're going to have back Jason Dominguez. Uh, and the team would it's be better with Dominguez in center, Judge in right, Soto as a DH. And I think Stanton knows that if he doesn't perform, he's out. If he hits 190 again, he's out. 
they're trying to win a World Series. They, they, they know for sure they have Soto for one year. After this year, you have no idea. It's up for grabs. So you've got to try to win this year. So I do not think they'll carry him and continue to put him out there if he's not producing. So, And, and you also said he's an X-factor. One thing I would tell you, Sam, he's not an X-factor because I, I don't think the Yankees have planned for him to be a dominant player. They can absorb him not being good. They, they, there are contingencies where they could really, really, really be good even without Giancarlo. Now, if he's great, that's wonderful. But they have contingencies if he's not great. Even before Dominguez comes back, you just put Grisham in center field, who's who's a a plus 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 defender, and you have Soto as your as your DH. They have contingencies. So uh, when I listed all the people that have to have good years for the Yankees to be good, it's not it's not Giancarlo. He could take them to another level, but in terms of them getting into the playoffs and having a chance, it's Rodon, it's Cortez, it's Lemayhu. Those are guys that have to be good. Stanton, it's a bonus. It's an absolute bonus. Peter, I think it's time now for you to um, tell us about a car. Well, I'm glad you brought this up, Michael. New York, Peter here here for Security Dodge, Long Island's Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Right now, you can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month with zero down. That's right, $2.99 a month, zero down, all during the President's Day sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV based on 2023 IIHS's compact SUV segment. Latest available competitive information. Quickest based on 0 to 60 time of 5.6 seconds. Most powerful based on 288 horsepower. Best handling based on 0.9 max G's skid pad vehicle dynamics rating. A weight distribution of 5248 and car and driver dynamics testing. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Hey, hey, by the way, the Dodgers, you can't beat them. You can only hope to contain them. Sure. They're up 8 nothing in the top of the second. They scored eight runs in the top of the first. The $320 million Dodgers. Wow. It's all coming together. Yeah, you know this what? Was the, this was the plan, Donald. I like this team. I think they're really going to go on a run. Is that you, your pick? You, you can tell. You, can, you can tell in February. <laughs> I've always said, Don. You know when you pick a winner about late Feb. They say you never believe anything you see in March and September. They never say anything about February. No, exactly. No, no that's one's a great said. point, Don. That's a really astute point. It really is. Yeah. Let's go to Dave in Dumont. Hello, David. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. What's up? Listen, uh, when it comes to the beard, yep. uh, I see the, I see the stubble coming out. Sure, that's how and, it works. Um, I'm, I'm 64. Uh, I started growing my beard uh, around 30, and I used to just grow it during the winter and shave it in the summer. And then my children, my daughters, told me not to. So I left it, and... It was kind of patchy, but over time, it, it, it filled in. So right. I would say to you, just give it time. Give it time, and and, and, and if you've had it before, you know, it, it'll, it'll come in. It'll yeah, but, but Dave, in. Dave it, was, it was hideous before. So that was when I was 30, and it was actually had color in it. Now it's going to be white. I have to say, we've had a lot of phone calls in the history of this show. You didn't like Dave from Dubai? I have never heard someone just call up. 
and ra- with all due respect, I know what he was getting to, but like ramble on about the growth of their beard over the years. It was a uh, you should have had a bet of through the years. Through Don, come on, through, through the, the years, years, you never let me down. Your beard the ground. <laughs> Everything the sweetest I, days I found, I found you. with you. Oh, oh, sorry, yes went off the air. Well, yeah, because if we sing for more than thirty seconds, yes okay. gets hit with a bill. Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave. Hey guys, what's up? How you doing? Good. I haven't called. <laughs> I haven't called you, Michael, since the Kill K segment. Way, way, way back. That when. A long time ago. That's back. Oh yeah, the I you. you were. You were a good sport about it, but man, when that lady said that you couldn't call a game right, ooh, man, you got chapped. <laughs> well, you know what? She brought up salient points. And that woman is now dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's great to talk to all of you guys. Uh, real fast, I'm not crazy about the starting rotation of the Mets, even with Cody Sengai. Am I, I'm, hopefully, I'm saying his name correctly. I'm not crazy about it. So, I don't know what the Mets are doing on the season. If, they, if uh, they miss they pet they miss Yamamoto. Now they don't get now. You know, now you got to hurt Corey Senga. Are they going to make a move? Should they make a move? I mean, I know Blake Snell and 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 uh, the other Yankee pitcher. I can't think of his name. Montgomery. Are out there, Montgomery. Montgomery, right? But you said Michael, if you don't get them in by now, that they're, they're going to just blow their arms out. So what are the Meds doing? They well, on the you know what, like, Dave? I'm they're, really concerned. They're, you should be. Their their GM said they're not doing anything. And as Don said, we don't know. I mean, Senga could be back the end of April, and then it's no harm, no foul, and he oh. doesn't have to start 28 times. But I just think the Mets are not built to win a World Series this year, and they're not going to change that, that vibe. Right, and and there's, and I don't know if they went out and signed Montgomery and Snell, whether that would be enough to compete with the Braves and the Phillies, never mind you know winning a World Series. The other aspect of this, guys, too, we kind of hinted at this with the everyday players, is how do they feel about this rotation? You know, beyond this year. Like, all right, we don't know Hauser, so that that sounds like a negative. Maybe he gets a chance to do something. We saw a little bit of Buto last year. Does he get a look now that Senga may miss the beginning of the season? Uh, we've seen we've seen McGill and Peterson, so we know that they're limited, but are, are some of the younger guys who might get an opportunity here future affordable pitchers that can be a part of this rotation? Uh, so when you sign guys, yeah, you'll, you'll better yourself in the immediate, but if they believe in some of these guys and want to give them a real look, this could be an opportunity season to do that in. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they're not they're not dipping into those players. And, and you know, it, it would almost be disingenuous as they did because those players, all of the Snell and Montgomery, probably better than Senga. Senga had a great year last year, but the the Cy Young Award winner was Snell, and they yeah. they wanted to go with the people they had. They didn't want to. Now, dip into the money they're going to spend in 25 and, and 26. And it's not exactly a comp, but on a different level because the Yankees were already competitive and they were very high on Volpe. Uh, I don't know if if any of these young prospects the Mets have are at the level of a Volpe, but you know the Yankees passed on signing legit star shortstop free agents because they didn't want to landlock a kid that they believed was going to be the next superstar. Uh, now, was a li- again, they didn't need the players as much because they knew they could be competitive, and they, they, they would have been, if not for the injuries last year, a lot more competitive than an 82-80 and 80 season. But it's kind of similar where I, in order for my prospects to play, I need some place to play them. But as I said yesterday, you're trying to break in three prospects, and the Yankees broke in one with a lot of really good oh. players around them, but then it all fell apart. Very quickly, time for a quick pinstripe report brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. Our good friend Brian Hoke of the MLB.com vehicle spoke with Hal Steinbrenner today, and he asked the Yankee owner, would the Yankees pay Juan Soto more than Aaron Judge? And Steinbrenner said, I guess that's an interesting question, but not one I've thought about. I'm not sure a judge would care if we got Juan Soto for many years to come. The, but the market is what the market is, and he's going to cost what he costs. We'll just have to wait and see. That's the right answer. I never understood the idea that was floated. I, I thought it could be a problem, but I never understood the idea that was floated. The Yankees would not pay Yamamoto more than Cole. Ridiculous. 
it's all about timing. If you become a free agent three years after Garrett Cole, you're going to make more money if if there's a market for you. Juan Soto is going to make more than $40 million a year. He just is, Don. But there's a difference between him and Yamamoto. Yamamoto never pitched on the major league level before. So I could see a level of insult that Cole would be like, listen, I'm a Cy Young Award winner, and you're bringing in a guy that's never pitched in North America before. Soto is an established star with a ring. And he's younger than Judge, so I don't see where Judge would be insulted if Soto ended up making more and, money. And Donnie, than him. knowing Cole, he wouldn't have been insulted either. He just wouldn't have been. So I don't know where that came from. There's no way that Garrett Cole would have cared because Garrett Cole still would have had more money because he's going to opt out at the end of this year. The Yankees subvert the lockout by giving him an extra year, a tenth year, and then all of a sudden the value of his contract is more than Yamamoto. So I never thought that was a thing. I just think Yamamoto wanted to play for the Dodgers. He wanted to play in L.A. But if you're going to hold firm, well, nobody could make more than Soto, um, Judge, or Cole, then you're stuck because the market changes, as Steinbrenner said. Because I think Soto's going to get $50 million a year. Somebody's going to give it to him. So if you're going to draw the line in the sand and go, well, nobody could make more than Aaron Judge, then you lost him. You want to hear from Hal Steinbrenner? Yeah. Here he goes. Hal says he could always use more pitching. Hal? I don't think you can have enough pitching, whether it's bullpen or start. Look, we got a great infield. we got a great outfield. I mean, I, it's, I don't think you can ever have enough pitching. And I say that every year because somebody asks me the question every year. But we'll see what remains to be done or not done. You know, it's interesting because all last night, Yankee Twitter was ablaze that they were getting Snell. Now, unless I hear from Jack Curry or Joel Sherman or John... um, uh, Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan. I'm not going to... I mean, people that you don't even know, uh, the deal's about to be done. I don't think it's dead. I'd be surprised if they do it, but he's out there without a job. He's out there without a job. So maybe he comes down greatly and they say, you know what, this is a bargain. We'll take him at this money. But, I mean, would, in fact, Scott Boris do that? I'm not sure. Would Blake Snell do it? That's the Pinstripe Report brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. For pain-free life, visit samwellpain.com today. Knicks play a very important game tonight in Philly. We're back, baby. Yeah. Who's ready? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out, and we'll talk about it when we get back in just a moment. Hey, spring training isn't just for baseball players. It's time for you to get into shape and ready for the warmer weather. For over a decade, NJ Diet has helped thousands of people lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get you to shed that fat quickly. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. You're fully supervised the entire time to make sure you're burning fat, not just losing water. And you even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Locations close by or available from home with live online consultations. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. Get ready for spring with njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.